Hi, everybody. Welcome to Artifice episode 54. Um, I want to just start today by letting you guys know that this is the last week to pre-order my album and any of the merch um, and you know support what I'm doing. Um, the campaign ends on my birthday, which is April 17th, this Friday. Um, the campaign has kind of come back to life in the last little while here. I've had several new pledges come in. And as of today, which on this, t it's Wednesday, it's April 8th, um, on this current day on which I'm recording, um, we're over 75% funded. So um, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it's closer to like 85 and we just have like a little bit left to go. So um, please, if you have, you know, if you have, if, if coronavirus hasn't completely destroyed you, which if it has, I get it. I had about $5,000 worth of gigs canceled just in the last like four days. So I'm with you. I get it. Um, but if that is not the situation that you're in, go pre-order the coloring book. Look on my Instagram, see some pictures of it. It's incredible. Um, pre-order the album, pre-order the shirts. I've got so much stuff. I've been posting in the last few days, a bunch of new videos kind of explaining specifically what you're getting. Um, so go on my Instagram, which is Emily Merrill Music. And remember, Merrill is spelled oddly. So it's M-E-R-R-E-L-L. -L, no I. Merrell. Emily Merrill Music. Um, and yeah, please pre-order masks. And, you know, I've been saying the last couple of weeks, but when you support that, you're supporting this podcast. Everything that I do here, I do for free. Um, and so, you know, if you want to support this, um, support me there on Indiegogo. And the link for the Indiegogo campaign is in my Instagram bio as well. You can also find it on Facebook. You can find it on my website, emvocals.com. It's around. It's all of the places. Um, so today we're continuing the Boise series. Um, and today's guest is visual artist, um, abstract painter, and uh, she uses lots of mediums, Emily Hannigan. Um, to be honest, I can't believe it's taken me this long to interview another Emily. There are so many of us. Um, so I want to just tell you guys a little bit of like a backstory. Um, originally, when I was planning this Boise series, I, um, I scheduled interviews with Sean and um, Jeff, whose episode is next week. Um, one at like 10 a.m. and one at like, you know, 1 p.m. or something. And then um, Sean had to, to to bump his interview back to the evening. And so I had the morning free and I was going to be in Boise anyway because I had a gig the night before. So I was like, well, I should do another interview. So I sent messages to a bunch of Boise-based visual artists and Emily responded right away. Um, and we scheduled an interview. And I feel like just from like the moment that I walked into her house, uh, it was it was a little bit like instant friends. Um, it was such a joy to interview her. Um, she just made me feel totally comfortable in a brand new space and talking to someone in a new space who I hadn't met before. It was awesome. Also, she has the cutest dog. Um, I was I was re-listening to the episode today and um, a, a picture of Bia, the dog, is also um, posted in the show notes or in, in the in the blog post for the show for this episode. Um, but I have to tell you guys, Bia, the dog, she looks like a Labrador, like a black lab. She has a lab face and like a, you know, like a thick body. But then she's also half corgi and she has these legs that are like six inches long. Cutest, cutest little dog. Um, kind of a big dog, tiny, tiny legs. Um, okay. So the notes are 
support the Indiegogo campaign. There's just a few days left. Um, I'll love you forever. I'm so excited about all of it. Everything is ready to go. Nothing's going to be delayed. I have all the merch sitting in my home. It's I can see most of it from where I'm recording this. I've got incredible packaging. It's very thoughtful. Um, I, oh, I'm so excited about all of it. Oh, and one other thing. Um, because I had to cancel my live release show, um, I'm doing this like giant interactive digital launch. Um, and so you can join that on my website. You just, you just basically have to join like my mailing list. Um, listen, I'll understand if you want to subscribe after, but if you want to be part of this like awesome art extravaganza that I've put together, it's interactive. There are challenges, there are contests. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's free. Um, it's just, it's just a cool thing. So go and join the mailing list, sign up for the digital launch. Um, support the Indiegogo campaign in these last few days. And I'm going to now tell you about Miss Emily Hannigan. Emily Hannigan is creatively drawn towards color, simple design, eco-friendly products, and art that gives her peace or makes her smile. She's inspired by other artists who have made it their goal to fearlessly take charge of their own creativity and life. Home design, playing the piano, and comedy are also her jam. Hannigan started her art career as a college student and received her BFA in art education from Boise State University in 2011. She creates artwork that is influenced by her surroundings, individual perception of the world, and specific life experiences. In exploring these elements, she is searching for a state of personal contentment. Each brush, brush stroke and mark made is an extension of herself. Often utilizing layers, she examines the variety of ways we live and the variety of paths our lives can take. In her free time, you'll also find her playing card games with her wife whilst their corgi lab chills nearby. Okay, you guys, here comes Emily. Enjoy it. Sometimes art feels like magic, pure, visionary, and sometimes it's brought to you in part by focus groups and algorithms. And the makers of art are no different. We're creatives, sure, but we're also salespeople. We need imagination and imitation. We need deep, meaningful connections, but we also have to network. Yep, even if you're an introvert. And that's my point. Balancing vulnerability with veneer is tricky, and it's a struggle we don't often share. So let's share. I'm Emily Merrill, and this is Artifice. Today's episode of Artifice is brought to you by The Voice Straw. Back in episode 36, I interviewed Justin Timberlake's voice teacher, the amazing Mindy Pack. Mindy just launched this incredible new product designed to improve the quality of singing and vocal performance through science and proper technique. The Voice Straw is a vocal training tool for singers, actors, and speakers. It helps relieve tension, strain, breathiness, cracking, and flipping in the voice. Scientifically shown to improve singing technique, a must-have tool for anyone looking for vocal success. Head to www.voicestraw.com and enter promo code ARTIFICE10, that's all caps, A-R-T-I-F-I-C-E-1-0, for 10% off your purchase today. I, I just finished running my like my Dallas series and my intention in this next like year and in the future is to keep like just doing little trips to other places and like visiting 
new people. So I, this is my first interview for like a little mini Boise series, Yay, Boise. which I'm very excited about. And I'm here with Emily, the first double Emily's. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, we can talk about anything. Um, if you want to like switch gears at any point, just go for it. I welcome all tangents. It's just a conversation that happens to be being recorded. Love it. Um, <laughs> so I like to start with people um, by asking about how what you were like as a creative child. So like either what you remember or what you've been told, you were like the earliest manifestations that you were into creative stuff. That is such a great question because it really makes you think, you know, it's like, okay, I'm an artist now. I'm in my 30s. Cool. Where did it all begin? Yes, um, totally. So... I love reflecting too. That's like as an introvert, you know, you just like to sit back and just think. And that like <laughs> retrospective, like storytelling, I think is also really meaningful. Like you don't know. I mean, like putting a narrative on the past is like, who knows what it is, but it is interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and who knows what all I remember accurately or, but so long story short, I grew up with a brother, an amazing brother. He lives in LA currently. His name is Nate. Hey, Nate. Hi, Nate. <laughs> Shout out, Nate. <laughs> and he's an artist. He's phenomenal. He can paint your face and it looks like your face. Wow. Out of oils and stuff. And so, and he had that gift starting, you know, he won art contests in second grade. And he's older. And he's older. Okay. We're really close in age, like like 17 months apart, like super okay, close. Wow. Um, so that was my first exposure to seeing art happen that close. Um, and I just never really thought of it myself as an artist cause yeah. I couldn't do that. Like I sure. can't paint your face. <laughs> so yeah. to me as a seven year old, it's like, well, I can't paint your face like he can. So I'm not an artist. And it's sure. like, well, turns out that's not it's the case. It's such an interesting thought to be having as such a young child. I, before you say more, I want to know, are your parents artists too? No. Um, my but I have learned my grandma painted and I think her dad painted. Cool. So we do have it in our past. Yeah. yeah. So your brother was like, I mean, you're talking about from a seven-year-old perspective. I don't want to like talk too much about your brother, but I feel like it, you've already yeah. told me it like <laughs> matters to your con well, your like yes. self-concept. I have so much, so many more thoughts. So it's like as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old or however old I was when I was watching my brother be amazing, which no fault to him. He's humble. Sure. He never like yeah. rubs it in my face, nothing. I don't even think I realized that I was just comparing myself to him being like, well, check that off the list. I'm not going to do that. I'm yeah. not going to even try. But I will say it's always been in me just yeah. in other ways that I quote unquote never considered, you know, like art. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I did little Sculpey figurines that you, you know, you bake in the oven. Sure. Um, like little animals, little, little figurines. And yeah. then I was a, a doodler, constant yeah. doodler, doodle always all day. drawing. So it was in me, Yeah, but I never classified it. You what know? about just like general, like, yeah, this is so interesting. I've, I've, now done, I've conducted like over 50 interviews oh, and wow. they're, they're all like two hours. And this is the first time that I've heard someone like talk about their sibling in this way. Oh, So I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, you know, norm normally I talk with artists a lot about like, you know, at what point did you start feeling kind of like ownership over your art? But you were thinking about like, how, how am I, how am I trying to say this? It's like, I, I feel like usually the reason people aren't thinking about like I'm an artist is because they just think like I'm a child, but like you're seeing your brother, a child and you're thinking he's an artist. True. Which is yes. like a whole different thing. So I'm trying to wrap my mind around like exactly <laughs> like what I want to ask. But I think maybe first 
so, you know, you're talking about like creating art, like you're doodling. You weren't thinking of it as art because like Not his stuff all. was serious. Right. Or whatever. Um, but like, what about also just like general kind of creativity? Like, do you remember, do you remember what your like child kind of mindset was that like in retrospect, you can think like that was creative? Yes. Yes. I actually loved to write when I was younger, awesome. all through actually all through college, like my first, you know how it is in college, you change your degree three times. So mm-hmm. my yeah. first uh, degree, cause art wasn't even a thought. My right. first, well, I took art in middle school, sixth, seventh and eighth grade. Um, lo- uh, funny little fact, we can get back to this. My art teacher in sixth, seventh and eighth grade was also my mentor teacher when I did my student teaching. Oh, wow. My degrees in art education. That's- that's really yeah. sweet. And it was like That's her first like year of precious. teaching. So she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was a rough year. I'm like, yeah. no, you were great. Anyway, we can get back to that. Shout out Lola Johnson. She's the best. Shout out to Lola, my favorite <laughs> girl name. Isn't it the best name? Yeah, I think, oh. I'm, I think I'm not having kids, but I always Same. felt like if I was going to have a child, I would want to name a daughter Lola. But now probably what's going to happen is I'll have a dog named Lola at some Which point totally in the future. Yeah. Dogs rule. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I'll show you later. I have one of her pieces that oh, great. she gave me That's when awesome. I graduated. So, okay. So college. So I got my, so I started out with journalism as okay, my degree because cool. I so love creative, creative writing. Okay. Like making up stories. And I did that as a kid along with the doodling and also like, I don't know if I'm really, I like to be tidy and organized. So yeah. like creating like neat sort of organized grids absolutely and th- like, I'm so like that too I had to find a way to yeah ex- ex- you know express it yeah. and so since that's if, what I did if someone was asking me this question especially if I hadn't been thinking about it like I do because I ask this question all the time right. I would give a similar answer like I've been told that I was always like sorting things putting yeah, things in little that? piles like still do it and I same and I love like there's almost nothing that I love more than like a box with like <gasps> things in it <laughs> a little box a little or baskets box. I buy baskets and mm-hmm. I don't put anything in them because I just love baskets I'm saying I love little boxes I love baskets like containers just like bring me joy uh, me too so I yeah How I funny. mean I love talking with professional artists about like the art that they make money with but like I'm so interested in just like the origins of this like creativity and like where it comes from so you were being creative in these like you were creating order you were creating like patterns you were writing you were storytelling you were starting to experiment with visual art but you had this idea that like my brother's the artist which like absolutely with siblings and I think especially with siblings that are close in age identity is so hard oh and I was dealing with so many other identity things too that was just so secondary you know learning that I like actually proclaiming that I'm an artist honestly probably didn't happen until I was 29 or 30 yeah 28 29 30 I'm 33 now so it's new it is new that's all I mean I love that even though I have I got my art degree when I was 24 (laughs) yet I I didn't proclaim it. it It's really hard. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, we'll definitely, we'll get into that in like section three. Um, So I do like to try to kind of connect a through line. So you're doing like, you're doing all this creative stuff as a little kid. Um, Can you tell me like, I'd love to just get like track the like evolution of your creativity, like maybe up to like middle school. So what was going on between like when you're seven and when you're like in like with that teacher. Yes. That you liked. Yes. So once I hit Lola. Lola. 
Oh, yeah. She's the best. Once <laughs> I hit middle school, I, you know, I did take an elective in art class. And so up until that point, honestly, I don't remember much if I'm being honest. Okay, I don't you're, remember. You were probably doing the same it's, stuff. Yeah. Okay. I really don't remember much from, you know, middle school is when I really start to have it solid memories. Is. That's Isn't when, that weird? Well, I mean, I think that's when adults start treating you like they want you to be a little Good more point. serious. Good so point. that's why I specifically like, I want to know what's happening before you're old enough that adults are starting to be like, yeah, yeah. giving you assignments, you know? Right. And I just remember I was, I mean, we, as my brother and I were really, really close. And so we just, we played a yeah. lot. We played outside all the time. We rode bikes, you know? And so that's mostly what I remember from, you know, yeah. growing up until sixth grade. And then sixth grade hit, you know, you've got to pick your electives. And I can't remember the options, but art was definitely like, I'm going to try that. Let's do it. For sure. And I wasn't intimidated at all. And that is why, fast mm. forward a little bit, I didn't take art in high school. I was so intimidated. Oh. Yes. Which yeah. is like a bummer. I missed out on four yeah. years of amazing classes probably. It's just this like human development thing though. Like you're a teenager. So like, ugh, I graduated high school it. early. I wanted to get the F out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can relate to that. Yeah. I was just like, mm, so, like but you weren't intimidated in middle school. No, I don't know why. I was yeah. still innocent and young and like, ah, free. Yeah. I don't know. The world hadn't gotten to me yet. But yeah. my, and also my awesome uh, middle school art teacher um, was very encouraging. And also I had made a friend in sixth grade, um, Sarah Echeverria. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> we don't really chat anymore. You know, she's got two kids and, but Instagram followers. So, you know, it's nice. Sure. Can, yeah. At least keep. I'll try to remember to like. She's an amazing shout artist. Shout out. Yes. I'm keeping track. Nate, Lola, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> so many. And the only one I've seen recently is my brother. The other two I haven't seen in years, but I, they still have an impact You'll, on you'll me. have to tag them so that yes, they, so yes, they yes, know. Yes. Totally. So Sarah, she started, she's who kind of, um, like her work, she, she does these fine detailed drawings, illustrations, yeah. um, and she makes these really cute cards now that are funny and like just so cute, like, like stuff you'd see on Etsy, you know, yeah. that are just adorable. And I just remember watching her make her work in middle school and be like, oh, I want to do that. But yeah. it wasn't, that wasn't in my wheelhouse. And yeah. I just, so again, I thought, well. If I can't do that, then I can't do, I can't, I'm not an artist. Yeah. So I had this mental block and I didn't talk to anybody yeah. about it. I didn't know it was, I probably didn't even you know it was a block. Honestly. Yeah. You don't have the language at that mm -hmm. age to even, Yeah, that's why I like, I mean, you know, I, my listeners probably like, will be like, Emily, you're always talking about this, but like, <laughs> I, I feel like those of us who make it to adulthood and continue being creative, we all have stories like this and it, I think so often it's just like, it's happenstance. It's, it's the kinds of things you might not think about that, that'll let us keep doing it. But like that little thought that you're having that like at that time, when you're like, I'm not an artist. You don't even know it's a thing, but it's such a thing. Totally. And if like other things weren't also happening, that might have been the last thing. Right. Which is why like, it's just so important to me to like, I don't know, like nail in this idea that like, there's nothing, there's nothing about those of us that become professional artists that is just like better, bigger, more passionate. It's just like, I don't know, somehow getting around those little things. Yes. There's no one way to be an yeah. artist. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. And it took me a long time to realize that, that 
if I want to do abstract and mixed media work, yeah, turns out I can and yeah. people like it. And even if they didn't, that's okay too. Yeah. And it took me a long time as well um, to finally make work that I wanted to make for totally. me versus, you know, I was doing, and there's no, no harm in like, you know, little, you know, planters and tote bags and things like that. But I was making those, this was probably five, six, seven years ago, yeah. making stuff like that because I thought that's what people wanted. And I thought that's, mm. oh, no mm-hmm. one's going to buy my abstract paintings. Yeah. And then, you know, so I, I actually used to work under the name Happy Home Studios versus my own name. Yeah. I don't know why I felt like yeah. I had to put up this like, a distance. not really me. Huh? I get it. Scared. Yeah. And then I just one day, I don't know if it's because of, was it before therapy? A therapy rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I decided this before or after, but in the mix of it all, I was like, you know what? I'm done with happy home studios. I want to be my own artist. Yeah. Like I want to be able to be part of shows as Emily Hannigan. Yeah. And so I immediately, you know, made a new website that Rebrand. night. Yeah. You know, bought emilyhannigan.com, yeah. <laughs> the domain name, and just went for it. And I had even just bought Happy Home Studio stickers. And I was like, nope, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> and then literally within like a couple months, that's when I joined Swell Artist Collective. Wow. The, the group here yeah. in Boise. That's when I started getting, because I was being true to myself. Right. That's what it took. <sighs> yeah. If only I, I did that when I was 12. But, but you, you know, it takes time. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, can't. you literally can't. Well, uh, some people can but Some people those are people who have different types of parents and, di- you know, true, not true, that it's yeah. like that, but it's like this right. combination of some yeah. of it's maybe like a personality type and it all just is what it is. I want to ask, though, do you feel like this thing of kind of going like, well, my brother does this and he's an artist, so and I can't. So I'm not. Do you think you were feeling like and then your friend Sarah, do you think you were feeling like if I can't do all of the kinds, I'm not like, do you think you had an idea that like you needed to be able to do everything that other artists were doing? That's such a good question. So I honestly think, you know, because you study art and the art that I was shown plus seen in my personal life was representational. That's it. Okay. Yeah. You know, for the most part, of course, I'd seen other abstract work and things like that. But, you know, but also people would make fun of that. Like, well, my five-year-old can do that. And it's like, okay. People people weren't talking about it in a way that was legitimizing it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that was my belief system, you know, that if I can't do that, then well, were you thinking about abstract work when you were 12? Yeah, all my doodles yeah. were, my okay. doodles weren't like faces. My doodles were just yeah. like intricate, like design. Well, this is interesting. How, why? How? Like, what? how right? did you, how did you start? I mean, how did I this, come back to so my true t- self? <laughs> this is so typical that like, you know, from anyone's perspective, a 12 year old who's not doing representational stuff is like, how are, how are you deciding to do this? But from your perspective, you're like, I'm not a real artist. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so, so like, funny. can you now, like, as, you know, an adult, like, reflect back on, like, where that kind of, like, special, like, totally individual stuff was coming from? Gosh, I is do that, wonder. Is that a fine question? Like, is that's that, does good. that word it's it like, right? Where did it come from? Like, where? Because, yeah. like, even... everybody can relate to, like, someone who has, like, you know, the um, whatever skill set to, like, you know, accurately draw their dog. Everyone can relate to a child totally. doing that. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. For me, I, you know, my brain is a little all over the place. Yeah. And so I feel like that was me 
getting my brain on paper. Sure. Same with my creative writing, my doodles, getting it out there, expressing it. And I needed an outlet. And, you know, I, I've always been an introvert. I actually just talked to my mom about this when she visited um, in December. I said, because I, I, I'm still learning that about myself, too, that yeah. I really need a lot of alone time to yeah. fill my bucket, to recharge, to feel like a whole person. Yeah. And I asked her, I said, so was I like that as a kid? She's like, oh, yeah, you used to just go in your room, just excuse yourself. Yeah, and I'm sure like that's that too. when I would doodle and all that or mm. organize my little trinkets, yeah, totally. <laughs> my clay figurines that I had made. That's what I did, too. I didn't make my own, but I collected I collected uh, like a Disney porcelain figurines. Fun. And I would just I did the same thing. I would go in my room, shut the door. I would like dust them. Oh, cute. <laughs> put them, arrange them. There's, I mean, I still like, I remember that feeling of like, just, I'm totally alone. Oh, I'm just organizing my, I wouldn't call them toys, you know, treasures. They were <laughs> treasures. <laughs> they were treasures. Um, oh. if my, if my mom, she's not living anymore, but if she was, if she was listening to this, she would be like, yeah, Emily's treasure. She, I, Cause I was always like. My treasures. That is so funny. That's cute. We're cut from the same cloth, We I think. really are yeah. similar. We chatted we're also for like five family. minutes when you got here, and I was like, okay, what's happening? Have we known each other for 10 years? Perma friends. <laughs> but, you know, I find that this happens all the time. Like, I'm so, I'm so, per like, this is just me, but I'm so inclined to, like, fall in love with, like, everyone that I talk Aww. to. Um, and then I just feel like, oh. And then, like, perma friends. Love. It's just. Sold. It's Sweet. what It's what you get with me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I want to hear you talk more about like, I mean, maybe, maybe I think I'd like for you to talk about how you now would talk to like a child that was like you, who was doing abstract <gasps> oh, stuff. That is so good. Yeah. Tell, That's tell beautiful. me tell what, me what I, you'd like, what would I tell baby Emily? Yeah. What like, would you want <laughs> a child like you to know about like her abstract yes. contributions? Love. Oh, well, you know, I would tell that, that little kiddo that, Express yourself, put pen to paper, do whatever feels like you and don't let anybody tell you that it's bad or wrong or yeah. just do you like if it feels good and you want to do it, then do it. And it doesn't even, you don't even have to define it as anything yeah. except you're just doing it. Yeah. Putting, putting pen to paper, like I said, or paintbrush to canvas, whatever it might be. And if I had been nudged a little bit more in that direction it could have ended up differently mm -hmm. but I don't think the people in my life knew that I needed that nudge because yeah. I really didn't talk about it totally um so that's no you know fault to them but I would love yeah just like to encourage and yeah and like, say what is that what like explore you? that like yeah. even like take the time to be like do you want to explore like ask the question do you want to explore that and like look it's into so that more funny, like that that's what children need I, I teach we just need to not put them in a box yeah and not set those expectations on them and stress them out <laughs> life's so stressful it's we don't so need to hard start at, you and know, you 10. never know what kids are like dealing with like and I don't even just mean like what you're dealing with at home or like I just mean like what in your own kind of raw head. like personality stuff they're dealing with right. that's right. something like I I really relate to that too um and, you know, as a result, like I project that on my students and tell them, like, I give you permission. Like, well, I just yeah. say, like, mm -hmm. I give you permission, like go for it every lesson, because I don't know what you're you going to come up with. You don't want to stop them and say, no, no, let's let's stick with the assignment. Like, well, here's 
I, you know, I took this assignment and went this way. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I want to see what you come up with. I want to see what's totally special about your brain. Yes. And also being less results driven. I feel like that was Mm -hmm. so ingrained in, I feel like our generation. Yeah. And maybe still is. I don't know, but. I think it still is. Is it? Yeah. Because like that's, that is a, mm, I still fight that. Not as much anymore in the past few years. I've just leaned into, I'm going to paint this because I want to paint this. Not because. Right. I need to Or like sell I'm it, or entering, to, yeah, I'm entering some contest and right. like the judges typically pick this kind of right. thing. Right. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. just make it because you want to make it. Exactly. So I think there's maybe also like one other thing, which is if you're doing art that like your teachers don't get or like it's you, you have the sense maybe that you do need to get better. Like you need to, you need to improve your skill set. And if you're doing something that's kind of like outside of the available curriculum you might even as a child even if you go like I know that this could be cool like I also know it's not professional level and I can't see a connection between me and you might stop yourself from exploring and testing that out yeah because why it's not gonna sell or it's not gonna yeah that's tricky and we still fight that as adults like totally right so when you were 12 and you were aware that what you were doing was abstract you you had the thought like this isn't what other people are doing um did you value it maybe that's a silly question no that's great because it makes me really reflect and think what did I think of myself back then I don't even know I think I was just trying to survive yeah (laughs) um like do you remember thinking like I think I did like it I really do because I step back from my pieces now and i Mm, I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm so, yes, yeah. I did it. Like, I don't even know where that was going to go, but I'm so happy with oh, it. Oh, that's the best and feeling. I know I felt that. I would, probably wouldn't have kept doing it yeah. because I needed something to make me feel good. Yeah. And that was, you know, creating that and seeing the finished product would make me feel yeah. good. I'm sure of it. Although, I, you know, it's hard to really place that totally emotional memory at such a young I know age. it is impossible. That's why it's, it's a like, good question. It's like, okay, let's think about that. Well, maybe hmm. like a related question is, do, do you remember ever thinking like if people could kind of understand like where this is coming from, then they would like it or like, did mm. I mean, was there, was there a sense of like, I wish people could understand like what I'm doing? Yes, definitely. And I think that still carries over as an adult, like to be understood. I, why do I care so much that I I'm understood? This, that's the main thing I talk about in therapy. Ugh. Yeah. Like. Why don't people understand me? <laughs> like what? But why do I, then I hear people that are like, I don't need to be understood. I really need to you really think that. I, mm-hmm. Think, mm-hmm. I think maybe some people don't, but I think it's only because they were deeply understood as children. Oh, good for them. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you were misunderstood as a child, you have like a permanent, permanent mission in life to be ache. understood. Yeah. I know I do. Like, that's, I mean, yes. that's why I have a podcast, you know, it's also I cause I want to, yes. I want to understand other people. Um, and also I want there to be hundreds of hours of recordings of me yeah. so that if anyone, we want you know, it too. so I can be like, dad, this is me. Get it. Do you understand me? Figure it Finally. out. <laughs> Listen, I've put together an entire archive. Yes. Listen, get me. Do you get me? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. That's all right. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he actually, he does listen to the podcast. That's great. And Shout s- out. And still does not. You know. He doesn't get it. <laughs> I don't know if he's still listening. He was listening and not getting it. Yeah. Dad, listen harder. Listen. Um, 
Yeah. So, okay. So you were kind of having this thought of like, I, I want people to understand me. I'm not sure how to like ask for it or verbalize it or anything. Didn't know how to articulate. But you that, kept yeah. making things. You just got insecure. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. I pretty much never stopped making. That's awesome. I always was creating um, in many different forms and I've, I've pretty much tried it all, you know, and then, so that gap between ninth grade till college, um, I was very into sports. I played volleyball. I played tennis. Cool. I played softball. Um, I was figuring out who the heck I am as a human. Yeah. Um, and then cool. Got out, got done with high school. Let's get the, yeah. Out of there. I want to talk about oh. the art classes you didn't take in high school. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I just like, can we just breeze over that? Because I regret it deeply. Yeah. I mean, just tell me like right. what was going on. And God, I was so intimidated. Yeah. Because you, okay, A, like they they're like, the students were so cool, you know? Mm. They're just like, oh, mm-hmm. so cool. Like, look at them. Oh. And I just didn't feel cool. And yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was. And now I don't know why I was so scared and intimidated because- I know myself and I know I have something to offer and I can talk to anybody. Yeah. You know, even people are always like talking about being an introvert. They're often shocked because I, I can talk yeah. to people and I enjoy talking. Are good at talking. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm a good talker, but I <laughs> need my alone time. Yeah. But so I don't know. I, I, I wish I could just, you know, again, go and shove totally. myself in the room and say, just try, just yeah. try. What's the worst that could happen? I wonder if Honestly. like, you know, if you're the type of teenager, like I think most teenagers are scared and insecure. I'm sure some teenagers handle that by smashing a volleyball and being, you know, sure. <laughs> like, or, like I was going to think about like the art, you know, these art kids that are presenting in this cool way, mm. you know, like grabbing onto this identity and like mm. making sure it shows like all over. Um, and if you like, cause I, I'm relating so much to what you're saying. I, I did choir in high school and I never did drama, even though I think I would have really I liked it. I liked that. Really? I did but just the, my freshman year. The drama kids, I felt like they're so much somethinger than me. Like, Oh, interesting. I was not intimidated by the Yeah. I felt people. like I... But they... But I think yeah, what it was is like saying, I was so... Um, like my identity was not... I I don't think I had like the emotional skills to like be real. I, I, I knew that I could have been a good actor, I think. Totally. Yeah. It's almost like you saw, they were like so comfortable with themselves that they were able to go to this whole other level. Yeah. And I definitely see that. I looked at that and was definitely like, Whoa, I can't. Yeah. I'm not, but I didn't, I'm not uh, prepared to like be that real with you. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I wasn't intimidated by them solely for the fact that I didn't really want to be them. That's what I was going to say. Like the way I felt about uh, the no, drama just kids to them. was they're, like they're how great. you were feeling about the... Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted to be those people, yeah. but then the drama feels like, oh, fun. They're cool. Yeah. Like getting like the potential for rejection was like too scary oh, in so one scary. of the groups. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I think sometimes when you're like a teenager, you're just, you're, you're dealing with your own identity stuff in a way that's so confusing and it's so easy to look at all of the other people your age and think they know yeah. When like as an adult, you can be like, oh, nobody has any idea. Turns out. No, I but tell, we still don't. <laughs> I tell my students all the time, my like teenage students, you know, when they'll come to me and be like, you know, they'll tell me that they've had a bullying situation or like someone, you know, their mm. boyfriend broke up with them. And I just tell them like, I know this isn't like a thing that's helpful now, but like 
just remember like you all have 16 year old brains. Yes. Like that person is not really thinking about you. And when you are like 25, you're going to be like, we were so little and we, we just yeah, didn't so have the gosh. skills to take good care of each other, you no. know? So I, th- I think, I think when you're in that, it's so easy to forget that like everyone is as uncooked as you are. We are. We don't know what the heck we're doing. And I look back at myself at that age and I think, you know, it's all good. You got, you are where you are for a reason that had to happen maybe to appreciate I think where so. I am now. And I really don't deeply regret, you know, not taking art classes. It's definitely like a, it's just it. kind of like imagine what imagining if? what you could what have. If? Yeah. But you know, I didn't. And then college happened and college, I look back on that and I think it's so crazy how the twisty turns happened to get me to where I am. Yeah. Had I not taken, this is so, can we talk about college stuff now? Um, Are we there yet? Or am I yeah, skipping no, ahead? I, I want to talk so about college stuff, but I do want to talk about how, like what was going on with your writing. Cause you started oh, off yes, as yes, yes. a journalism major and yes. that's art too. And that's creativity. So, so you weren't doing visual art, but what was going on with your creativity in high school? I love it. You're so good at making me talk about things that I maybe don't want to talk about, <laughs> but it's good to talk about. So high school. Huh. So yeah, I took, um, a bunch of writing classes yeah. in high school and I loved it, loved it, loved it. Just creative writing. I always did good at it. Like yeah. the teachers always like yeah. gave me praise. So of course I wanted to do yeah. it more because who doesn't want more praise? Uh-huh. Especially that young 16 year old mm-hmm. brain um, yeah. and heart. Yes. So I wrote like crazy, loved it. And that's why when I graduated, I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to be a writer. Journalism. I want to write. Yeah. Like I... And you really thought drama I too. would do that. And I, yeah, yeah. just freshman year I did, oh. I think I, well, I was Fern in Charlotte's Web. That was oh, a hoot. Charlotte's Web. That was cute. I wore yeah. pigtail braids. Fern is like, I think, it be, again, because we're kind of the same age, that's a name that feels like so feminine to me. Oh, it's so good. Like, I always think like Fern. Fern. Like a woman named Fern. Gorgeous. Is a certain Gorge. kind of woman that yes. is. Like you were like, oh, she's cool. Yeah. yeah. Fern. <laughs> Fern? Have you met Fern? Oh my gosh. She's... But it's actually like in terms of the consonants, it's like not that it's not pretty. It's like Fern. Fern. <laughs> yeah. But it just Fern. like carries such a femininity in like my And it's like strong. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Uh okay, last so, train of thought. That was my fault and I'm sorry. I pr- I appreciate Creative it. writing. Tangents. Creative writing. <laughs> so yeah, I think, oh, I remember. Oh my gosh, this is so good because you're asking all these questions and it's reminding me of things. Good, it's my favorite. So I remember in high school writing and then doodling the cover of my one day to be magazine that I was going to start and own. I see. See, yeah. look at you that. You were like, I'm not doing visual art. I'm creative writing. Yeah, I'm just going to doodle the but cover then, too, yeah. obviously. <laughs> this yes, is getting totally in there. I totally wanted to yeah. start my own magazine. That's awesome. I forgot about that. Yeah. What was the magazine going to be about? <sighs> Gosh, I don't even remember. Probably pop culture and the world. I don't even, nothing serious. Light. I like things yeah. light and happy and fluffy. At least what I want to yeah. give to the world. Were you... um? Were you thinking about big stuff or were like, were you thinking about big stuff, but wanting to assimilate it light or, or just thinking about thinking light, light stuff? Yeah. You know, not to get too deep into my childhood, but I was probably, my escape was, it needed to be light. Yeah. You know? Sure. Um, I had a one, I have a wonderful mother. The dad side wasn't so great. So, yeah. um, I get it. Yep. I so, already told you that yeah. I get it. <laughs> yes. So I, I mean, my mom, my brother and I were tight 
yeah. very lucky to have them in my life. And yeah. we made it through on the other side stronger and, and, and we're all happy now and it's great. Yeah. But so, you know, when I hear stories like talking to my wife about our childhoods and comparing mm. them, I'm like her stories, I'm so happy for her, I <laughs> but know, also I just like know what you're baffled say, yeah. that she has all these memories with her. I know. I, I oh. can't even imagine like memories with her dad who's still alive and he's awesome. Hey, Art. His name's Art. How fun. Art. And, you know, with the, her grandparents. And I'm just like, yeah. no wonder I don't remember stuff until sixth grade. Like I was just in survival mode. Like yeah. we, it's all good. No, nothing. Like we I made get it. that. I feel the same way. I didn't realize, I didn't like start to really like realize a lot of stuff from my childhood until I got married and talking okay. to Andrew about his parents and being like, what? Wait, <laughs> that's how it should be. And Wait, also what? like, I could be pretty close with my mother-in-law and, uh, the first like several years that Andrew and I were married, I like rejected her hardcore because she like loved me so well. You're like, what? I was something's wrong. Yeah, something's I was like right. totally. I was skewed out about it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't trust it. I don't know what your game is. And then I was just like, Oh, you love me. Oh, you like deeply actually you, love me. You love me. Turns out for who I am. Oh, just me. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Yes, please. I'll, okay. Yes. Yes. You're welcome to. Um, but yeah, no, I so relate to that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, so that's when you're reflecting on your childhood and you, you have these trauma experiences that you're trying to navigate with therapy. Yay, therapy. Therapy. Shout out to you. So many shout outs. Samantha. Samantha. Good job, Samantha. <laughs> Thank you. She listens too. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'll be sending this link to Tia. No Yay. pressure, Tia. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm happy I made it here, but. So I met my wife when I was quite young. I was 24. Okay. Yeah, just to finishing me, that's school. Yeah, because yeah. I went to school later, graduated high school early, got an apartment. Um, Did you leave? Worked full time. You were living nearby where we you grew up? kind of skipped college. We'll get back to that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I I was born and raised in Boise. Okay. Um, I did live in Oregon for a stitch. Oregon is so pretty. I love Oregon. Um, lived with my mom for a bit and was a photojournalist actually. So Sweet. like kind of a tie, but we haven't even talked about yeah. that yet. We'll, we'll go, we'll go oh, back in. We'll get back. Yeah. You're good at like staying yeah. focused. I will, I will take you back to freshman <laughs> Thank <you>. year. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so I don't remember what I was talking about. Look at you that. were going to say something about your wife and, um, she's her childhood. Oh, her childhood. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So we met when I was Art. quite young, 24 graduate. I actually was still in college when we met, I was doing my student teaching. Okay. Um, we'll go back to that. And so I still didn't know what the hell I was doing yeah. at age 24. Thank you, Haley, for sticking with me yeah. through all of that. Me figuring out who I am, still growing up. Um, ah, gosh, the struggles were real, like in myself, you yeah. know. And the last nine years, I've really, really figured out who I am. So it's like, it's so funny when you compartmentalize like, okay, childhood, what was it like until this age? Yeah. And like each chunk of time, there's almost like a different revelation. I know. That's why I like to do the podcast like this. Like what's going on during like your, like before you're 12, where it's just kind of free. And like, for the most part, I think we're not labeling a lot. Right. Yeah. I wasn't. You, you were a little because you were like, my brother's an artist, but yeah, but not labeling mm -hmm. too much. Then in like, you know, in, in like the teen years is when like, you might start having some validation, which might start making you feel more confident or less or or guide you down a certain path because you want to feel good mm -hmm, like that like mm -hmm. the writing yeah or me. like it might yeah it might make you kind of decide like which medium because yes. I think a lot of us are creative in a lot of ways as kids um and we choose a medium based on what what our school has available I think some people are like I'm a musician some people are like I've been drawing since I 
could hold a pencil. But I think a lot of people are like, I, I'm creative. I need to create. I have stories to tell. I have, you know, and we we fall into what medium we had the resources to yes. get training in. You know, it's so interesting. <laughs> I completely forgot to mention another creative outlet that yeah. was actually a really big one. Um, I s- took piano lessons from age six to 16 and I loved it. That was wow. my, another outlet that I yeah. completely spaced. Cause you know, so I weird. don't really play anymore. Yeah. I have a nice, you know, full length weighted keyboard that I could this play. This thing that's happening to you right now like happens to most of my guests. Sort, like, oh yeah, like, I took piano lessons oh, for 10 years. I used to do years. poetry. Yeah. It's, like, oh, I did that too. I love poetry. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've always had something. But then it's like, you well, were lifelong creative. I think it can creators. be easy to like, look at where you are now and like only pay attention to like that One, line. Yes. Because when like, it's really this you, weaving web of all sorts of things. And while you weren't taking art classes in high school, you were doing all this other creative stuff that was like still preparing that creativity, mm-hmm. which I think is yes. such an important note. And I want to encourage children to not like pick a thing, you know, it's true. like your creativity is the thing that's important. Yes. And so, I, sh- I should point out, I was incredibly privileged and lucky to take piano lessons yeah. um, for that long. And I actually... My brother took piano lessons. This is back. Love you, Nate. Really. I'm not. <laughs> this is my issue, not yours. <laughs> um, so he took piano lessons for like six or seven years or eight, something like that. And I, same piano teacher. I took yeah. him for 10. And, you know, I was, I'm good. I can sight read. I can play, you know, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, 10 years worth of lessons here. Yeah. Yeah. Decent. And my brother, <laughs> again, Nate, love you. He can write his own music. Yeah. He can. I mean, he is phenomenal. Yeah. And so I kind of stopped playing. Mm. And then when I was in my late 20s, we finally bought yeah. my bought you got a, a keyboard, a keyboard yeah. and started playing again. And I really did miss having just the ability to play, yeah. like having it available for yeah. me. And it's, it's something now that I don't think, oh, okay, I don't have to be yeah. as good as whoever. I can just be me and yeah. play. Totally. Well, I'm having a thought, which is you're your brother was doing these like realistic paintings, but then kind of abstract with his music. Yes. And, and his then you were doing is... really abstract artwork and reading music. Whoa. So, you know, but you're putting his things like they're better on both sides. I mean, not that you're totally. doing that now, but I was, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. like, this is an interesting thought to me because I because I I feel like you could be on the other side of this and also be like I can never read piano I could never read music you know my art is so like it's not it's not abstract like it's just I don't know it's maybe just the fact that he's your older brother that's Mm -hmm. the reason you're not framing it like the total opposite I could easily be like you know how to read music like that's incredible but instead I'm like I can't write my own I suck that's (laughs) what I'm saying yeah it's like so it's interesting it's like you're it's some kind of evidence that you just have different minds yes not that you have different goodness different levels of goodness we're both good in our own way yeah yeah so did I, did you finish talking about piano? Yeah, I okay. mean that uh, that those I can't believe I blocked that out. not block it out, but just, like we just we're on a different. You're just not level. thinking yeah. about it, yeah? Because like we did two recitals a year, so you had to talk in front of people and like say a little paragraph. Sometimes. That's huge. Um, I had to wear tights because that was before I was like I reject. The <laughs> I don't skirts. do skirts anymore. I mean, yeah. I wore a dress to my wedding, so yeah. I just that's what I wanted. But but a but a short one, you know, to the yeah. ankle, yeah. <laughs> 
And, oh, but tights. Ugh. Tights. Why? I do wear tights sometimes. Okay. I, do they do keep you warm, I guess. They're just so constricting. I think when I wear them, it's just because I want to wear a shorter skirt. Mm. But it's like, it's too cold. Yes. A winter situation. Perhaps. A winter situation. Yep. A fashion sure. moment in winter. You got to yes. do what you got to do. That's the only time. And I do perform. I do perform a lot. So right. sometimes yeah. I wear tights yeah, yeah. on stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But generally, I agree. Hi, Bia. Oh, Bia. She, oh, she, she clunked her, her head on the coffee table. She tired. There's a cute dog on my foot. She's the best. She instantly like fell in love with you. She's not even laying by me. She's laying by you. She lo- she loves me. And you know what? I, I really appreciate it because my dog doesn't really care about me that much. How? Like, so, like <laughs> I'm chopped liver over here. She's like, oh, new person. We're best friends. See ya. Oh, I love her. She's so cute. She's sweet. She's 10. So she's got like the white. She's getting a little white. My gentleman oh. is eight. Oh. And he's also getting a little, he's getting a little, little white face. A little, little bit, little, especially the eyebrows. Yeah. So cute. So cute. Cute, cute, cute. Okay. okay. Are we? Yeah. Are okay. We, yeah. Sorry. No, um, good. Um, good. Talk good. to We're me doing. about like choosing to major in journalism and then like what happened in your in your college college years let's yeah. do it though and that's good those are most fresh like really trying to talk about high school and so I was like I don't remember much it's important though it is <laughs> I'm glad we talked about that because it reminded me of so many things um so writing was obviously at the forefront of my mind when I picked my major so I knew journalism bada bing yeah and then of course there's other classes you have to take like you know different electives yeah. and I saw that there was a photography class cool that would fit was it, are those humanitarian, something, I forget yeah. what it fell um, under, some requirement. Yeah, probably like humanities or like, yeah, yeah communications maybe. Oh yeah, 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 maybe that was it. So I signed up for a photography class and it was a black and white film class. Cool, yeah. And I happened to have an MFA student as my teacher. Cool. And it's so funny. She was so important in my life, yet I do not remember her name. <laughs> I'm not great with names. Yeah. I know... <laughs> I can picture her face, her yeah. hair, her hands. I'm a really, I'm a hand person. Cool. I Don't look hands. at mine. They're so dry. <laughs> I, I need lotion. I've got lotion in the coffee table okay. if you need. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I honestly, I want to say her first name started with an M. I really wish I knew. Anywho, that's a whole other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not remembering people's names. I'll remember We could yours. start listing M names, but yeah, it's not going to be productive. But she, <laughs> she really, oh, she was wonderful. She really was probably what I would have had in high school, but I got it a little later in life, you know, yeah. age 19. Yeah. So got my first film camera and we started, you know, playing around in the dark room and yeah. I fell in love. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Love was obsessed. Yeah. And so literally like within a year I changed my degree to photography. Cool. <laughs> Didn't graduate with that. Yeah. But- we're on degree number two. Um, during the time that you were still in journalism, did you, do you feel like you developed any like create, like big creative skills that you think are still important to you? Hmm. Yeah. In I mean, they, writing, storytelling. I think so. I think they really encourage you to explore different things and different possibilities. It was so quick. If I'm being honest, I've switched my degree rather quickly within yeah, the first year. Two semesters. Yeah. And especially at, in your freshman year, you're just like, what happened? But I did, I had a couple teachers that I really did like that were again, kind of like telling me good things about my writing and it yeah. felt good. And nurturing that creativity. I'm and sure it was, it was a positive experience, yeah. 
but photography really it's, fell in love with it. it just something happened overnight and I was like whoa yeah and so took that class and then immediately switched my <laughs> and another reason too um, with a journalism degree, you have to take like a ton of like speech classes mm. and like debate. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, <laughs> let's just go ahead and How switch about this. photography? <laughs> yeah. And I start, and then I really, I, I wasn't, okay. I, I dove in, like I was part of the art department. I was part of the photography groups. I was, yeah. I was in it. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't, as, I wasn't intimidated. I wasn't scared. Yeah. I just went for it. That's great. Um, versus in high school, you know, when I saw right. like, it's the same people, I right, mean, not, right, right. of course, copy paste, but sure. But I just did it. What happened? I do not know. <laughs> I hadn't yeah. started therapy yet. That wasn't until I've only been in therapy like two, two yeah. plus years. I don't know what happened. I think, I think I was on my own, you know, I, li- I had my own mm. apartment. Yeah. I was in college. I was in charge of my life. You know, mm. I just, I probably had like, mine is like, go for it. This is your life. You're on yeah, your own. Totally. Yeah. Like if it goes badly, you don't like have to bring it home to anyone. Like, yeah, it was just not quite the right way to say it, but I think there's, there's like the thing happens to you that you're scared of. And then you like have to tell your mom Uh about it or something or like tell your brother. Yeah. Yeah. And And maybe like just knowing that you're going to just go like home and like you can just cry and no one will ask you yeah, about it you can go to your studio apartment that and makes it like a little bit less watch what did i watch like desperate housewives that's what i was watching oh, i did watch that, that time. i'm trying to think what else i watched something a lot of movies. that's like a removal yeah like <laughs> let me just completely unplug or not unplug let me like escape yeah i would go to um was that when blockbuster was still around Probably. i think i would go there or is that what it was? And I would get like 99 cent DVDs and yeah. just stock up on those. And I also worked overnight at a hotel in college. Rough. So I worked 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh my gosh. And then I would go to class all day. This was just for two years out of college, two and a half, something like that. And was going on five hours of sleep. I mean, I would sleep from like five ish to 10 ish PM. Oh my gosh. And it was, so, and I would call my mom like, what am I doing? Cause yeah. college for me was, I wanted to do it. My mom yeah. didn't, my mom didn't care what I did. She was so supportive. Do whatever you want. Like yeah. follow your dreams. College. If that's it. That's cool. awesome. Go mom. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Love you mom. Um, so I wanted to go, I always knew I wanted a college degree. Yeah. Something in me. Yeah. Like, I had to achieve that to yeah. feel worthy, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had to put story. it in your box, you know? I did. Like, it's oops, like, I, I think that. it's one of those, like, yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So, but I made it through. <laughs> so the photography class really, that changed everything. And I'm so grateful for the person whose name I don't know. And I dove right in and I tell you, those were some good times. I would spend hours in the dark room. Yeah. I don't even know. You were like binging on it. I was. Because it it was just, I didn't, I mean, I have, I didn't have a huge group of friends. Um, One of my best friends, I've been friends since I was 12, Melissa, she, we were always close. Yeah. And then I had, you know, a roommate and I just, but then at this point I lived on my own. Yeah. So I didn't have any buddy to, it was just me. Yeah. So like I could really, not that you can't just go deep into your work if it's, if you have a family, but I... I used that just yeah. I school work photography yeah, for that's a long awesome. time. So what made you change your major? Yeah. Of it? yeah. I know. Like where, how did we end yeah. up here? Well, I think I really finally was like, okay, after this, you're going to need a job. 
Mm. And I thought, I don't really want to do the MFA route and teach Mm. at college. Yeah. I thought, okay, but I could teach kiddos. Yeah. That could be fun. I like kids. Kids are cool. Um, And so I decided, okay, I'll continue with photography, but I'll do a BFA in secondary art education so I can teach with an emphasis in photography. So that's what I did. And that's what I graduated with in 2011. And I really thought I was going to teach. Yeah. I really, really did. And I did my student teaching with Lola Johnson. With Lola. my mentor teacher. What? Isn't like, that funny? I just am picturing like, I'm picturing an art teacher named Lola and I'm, She's in, so cool. I'm in love with her. She's fantastic. And she, at the time when I was doing my student teaching, she had a daughter. She had, she has two girls and I believe one of them was in sixth grade at the time. So she was in one of the classes too. Ooh. So Aww. that was like full circle moment. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. So what, what happened? You, you um, went to go do your student teaching there. Yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. It really was. I was sick every other day, I feel like. Just, I don't know, being around kids and germs. It, yes. Now I don't get sick because, you know, I'm an adult who probably takes vitamins. Like it, I, yeah. Or I do take vitamins. I didn't back then. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I don't know your what the mid-20s are an unhealthy time. Yeah. And There's a that, like, a sleeping, sleeping from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., even if it was only two uh-huh. years. That kind Still. of stuff, you can't do it when you're 30. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah, And luckily during my student teaching, I was able to, just for that semester, I didn't work. Um, so I, that was my full-time job. Yeah, And I did really, really like it, but I was zapped at the yeah. end of the day. It left no room, you zero, be creative. for my own art. Sure. Not to mention, not that everything is about money, but it's not in Idaho. Unfortunately, it's not, unless you have a master's and you've been doing it a while and you're in the Boise School District, it's not, it's not a ton of money, yeah. you know? And there are certain goals that my wife and I have, you know, for yeah. retirement. And when did you get married? We got married in 2015. Oh, you, you told me you, you met her in 2004. We met, right? nope, 2011 we met. Uh, oh, oh, when you were 24. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm like, look at I that. know there was a there four was a in four. there. Good job. Um, yeah. I we meant, met when I was 24. I meant, I meant that and yes. said 2004. And I then totally I was gotcha. like, wait, what is happening? What is happening? Um, yeah, so, yeah, so you knew her when you were doing that student teaching. Yeah, so we met in July, started dating in August of 2011, and immediately started my student teaching. Okay. And you were already, you were already like having some goals and kind of thinking like, or you were teaching for a couple of years and then you got married and... All I, I did was my student teaching and that okay. was it. And then I immediately okay. got okay. an office job and you know, was still doing my art, but we lived in a tiny little house yeah. um, up on the bench. What art were you doing? I, I was, see, at that point, I was really struggling to find myself yeah. as an artist. And I still probably didn't even believe I was, yeah. even at that point, even with the degree, even after teaching but art. But you were making time for it. I, I mean, was. You said before you never stopped creating. I think that's, that's not I something really to didn't. like gloss over. That's like, that's yeah. important. I'm a, I've been consistently creating yeah. my whole life. And, and also after graduating, I still, I had, I carved out in our spare bedroom at our old house, I carved out like a little table yeah. that I would draw. I had, you know, drawing paper. I had a tiny easel. So I was still painting. Yeah. I was still, I was just exploring. But yeah. then I thought, well, I have to make what people want. So mm-hmm. I opened an Etsy shop, yeah. created the Happy Home Studios brand yeah, and was making tote bags and coasters and all sorts of little like objects that people could use yeah and they were really cute and they sold you know here and there and but it wasn't fulfilling for me really deep down and then you had this you had the office job that was not at all art related oh no 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 Mm -hmm. okay yeah and so how what did how how did you feel 
I I liked that I could get a paycheck and I could turn it off at five. Yeah. And then do my and then be done. And that's I mean, I, I still do that a different yeah. job. But one and I'm so fortunate, like I have so much free time. Yeah. That I don't even like if I don't create throughout the month, that's on me. I have tons of time yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, so back trying to find myself, it really wasn't until what I mentioned earlier when I <clears throat> flipped the switch and decided to make what I wanted to make. Yeah. When I, you know, took and on. Remind me when was that? So that was probably, probably, I can't remember. Were we married? Yeah. It was probably like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah like so, okay, not so that long ago. There was like a good, what, like seven years like six in there between years. when you f- like finished school, decided I can't teach, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And not can't, but like, I don't oh, want I to. I don't want to. Yeah. As an introvert, if you look up one of the worst jobs for an introvert, it's like teaching. Yeah. You can still do it, but you, you really I teach have to one be on one, which is like, see that I could do yeah. that. It, I would like, it's hard in its own way. Like for me, it's difficult. The switching, like, yeah. you know, I'll be teaching like a, like an eight year old girl and then like a 55 year old man. That's hard to, that's a hard transition. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hard. And so some, so that, that part can be like really emotionally draining to kind of, it can, switch. it can really zap but that. Yeah. Mostly I really love it. But I yeah, do like teaching one on one whole room of children. That's exhausting for me. Just my personality. Yeah. And I taught, so when I was 22 or 23, I taught piano lessons to some kiddos, like four to six, four to seven. Cool. And I really like that because it's 30 minutes. It's one-on-one. And it, it that yeah. was helpful when it's I didn't have fun. the hotel yeah. job. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I want to know, like, during those years bef- when you were doing Happy Home Studios, um, like, what was going on in your, like, creative, like, what were you thinking about? What were you like assimilating? Were, was your kind of, you know, was your creativity coming out in like other ways? Just what was going on? What was going on? Yeah. So I was making these adorable tote bags with fun little sayings and heart. Like I said, all you need is love with a heart. Yeah. And all you need is love and a dog with a dog print. Like yeah. really cute stuff that people, you know, that you see on Etsy that's adorable. And those are great. And people need to keep making those things because people love them and they make people happy. I personally was doing that though for the wrong reasons. I was doing it because other people, because I thought that's what I should do. Should that horrible word should, right? Like out of fear of failing, doing what I really wanted to, I still had to create. So I made this other stuff that people might like and and they they might buy because my goal was my entire like from age 24 till 28, 29, 30, my whole goal was I want to make money doing art and it yeah. has to be my sole income mm. or, or I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. This or that, that's it. Yeah. Turns out not the case. I'm so much happier yeah. once I let go of the financial side of mm-hmm. art, um, which to some people that might be like, well, you know, that's, that's backwards. You should 100% be making all your money on art or you're yeah. not an artist. Not true. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. It is a okay. If you have a regular job, totally. You're still an artist. Well, sometimes I think you can, I mean, not even sometimes like you're, you're a perfect example of a situation where you can't make the art that you really need and want to be making. If you're trying to make that your main income, uh, which I think is like, 
any what for anyone who is wanting to make stuff that is a little abstract, a little book niche. I mean, I'm thinking any medium, you know, like, so if you're a musician and you're doing any genre that isn't pop or like indie folk. Marketable um, to the masses. Yeah, yeah. Then like, you know, so for me, like, you know, I, I don't have like a day job, but like my voice teaching is not art. It's in like the, it's in, it's under it, the umbrella of which I really craft. I really like, especially because like, you know, when I'm songwriting with my students, like that's work. And it's like, you know, ultimately like those we're collaborating, but like they're their songs, you know? Um, but it really like, it gives me creative stuff to work with, you know, like it kind of, um, it and might then, like, light a fire, give you an idea that you didn't know, you yeah. know, I like having it under the same umbrella, but I can fully relate to like feeling like, if you're trying to keep it all under the same umbrella, it takes too much. It's true. And and that even happens to me. I've had to get really good at um, drawing boundaries between like the art that makes money and the, you know, the art, art that's that, for you. Yeah. And, and hopefully that stuff makes money too. And hopefully it blurs together. Yeah. But I have to, I have to have good boundaries on like the time I spend on the one and the time I spend on Absolutely. the other. Absolutely. I yeah. really, when I took the stress of, making money for my art. Like that's the goal. Like when I took that off the table, Oh, it just started flowing out of me. And honestly having this space, um, yeah. you know, when we bought this house three, three years gonna ago, say, wow. your, she's going to say three. Cause that's when, yeah, that's, that's when, when it all happened. started therapy or and we stopped doing oh, so happy many home studios. Age 30. Yeah. That's when it all happened for me. I was just talking about this with someone else. Like there's such a relief of like, there's such a relief being out of your twenties. Thirties rule. And then I if know you're still when your we 20s, turn forty, gonna we're going to feel the same way. Oh, I'm sure. I'm It'll sure. It'll be a whole new like a whole new forties of the new thirties or yeah. something. And a and well and a whole new like level of just like not worrying about. Mm-hmm. Like I I just have to imagine your priorities just line up yes. a little better and you're not been caring as much what alive think. a little bit longer and can think like we've been through this before, like this kind of thing now rolls off when it didn't used to. Right. This used to just irk at me and now I can just, it's yeah, all good. doesn't totally. bug me. Yeah. So you turned 30 and, and like, now I have the space and I, the first year we lived in this house cause we renovated, um, a room off the kitchen here. That's my art studio yeah. slash my wife's puzzle area she Great. does cute she little jigsaw puzzles, puzzles. she adorable. makes them well she just puts them together, she puts you know? them together i was Not gonna just. say that's 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 a big deal no. she does a thousand piece puzzle i know for some people that's standard for me i look at those and like uh i also get overwhelmed I'm about puzzles out. but i'm like i the way that i am with puzzles is like i look at them and i'm like i don't want to start that but then if i sit down like i, I will be there until in. i'm the same done yeah. yes <laughs> yes we a couple christmases ago we um Haley's family came into town her sister lives outside of memphis um her sister husband and two boys they're the best and so we put a um folding table out here yeah. with a christmas puzzle yeah and hayden um the arlie uh Haley's sister's kid Hayden and my wife Haley were just sitting on that table going just doing that puzzle for like half the day yeah just it's content as could be it's the perfect introvert activity because you're totally doing it with people yeah it's social without chatting a little you might say oh good find (laughs) hey Emily I found I found the head of that thing oh nice job I think this is the horse's leg nailed it you did yeah 
right? Job. And, and then, then back to and not then that talking. person's like, "Thank you. I've been looking for that." And then you feel so good. peaceful. They feel good. And you could listen to a podcast while you, you could puzzle. listen to a podcast. Podcast and puzzle. Maybe the TV's on for yeah. the people who are like it's probably football or like Parks and Rec or show you've seen a hundred thousand yes. times just in the background. And then you get up for snack breaks. And then snack break. Okay, I lied. Puzzles are okay. Great. Maybe we should start puzzling more. <laughs> Sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I want to know though. Is there any, I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but is there anything else that you want to say about like what led you to kind of have this thing of like, I have to, I have to do something different. Like in regards to like, um, actually doing what making the new website. Cause it's, yes. you made, you kind of made it sound like it was like a day. Like you had like a, I'm sure I'd, I've, I had been thinking about it for a while. So yeah. Um, deep down it had been nagging at me, but I had so many quote unquote follower not that ton but I had a following yeah, with Happy Home Studios like a, I had a fan base yeah I, I built that name I had had that for pff, six years or something like yeah. I think I started when I was 24 25 and I didn't want to throw it all away but I was willing to dive in and I think or I was willing to let go of that so I could build anew and just yeah. be true to myself and I think something that helped push me there was um I was looking at I can't remember who whose website it was but I was looking at different artists websites and I noticed that their website was always so clean and tidy and it was their name yeah you know their cv their bio portfolio done yeah I was like that's what I want yeah like I just saw it and I knew that was me yeah that's what I wanted I was yeah like, and I looked at it and I almost like went down this like rabbit hole of looking at artists websites I do that too. and I remember being like that's yeah. me like not yeah. this other frilly thing household stuff mm -hmm. like knickknacks which is fine yeah. like I said no diss to that stuff it just wasn't me yeah and so I I I guess I was inspired and also maybe copying a little bit obviously what other people had done yeah and so then I I made my way and I know how to make websites so I was just like and I know how to buy a domain name so I just did yeah. that made a website wow. literally like in a day that night yeah <laughs> I've yeah. remade it since then obviously it was a little you know eh, basic yeah <laughs> but you yeah I did you feel any like fear or was it all just like excited? I was excited. Yeah. I think I was just really excited. I, of course I was a little nervous about, yeah. are people going to be like, what happened to happy home studios? And yeah. honestly, I put a redirect code on my happy home studio site to my new one. Yeah. It was fine. If there you want to keep, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, so, it was smooth and it was no, worth it. Maybe were, had you already started making new things that weren't yes. okay? Yeah, so that's I was already, the thing that I'm like. Okay, were you still just yeah. making tote bags or what were you yeah, doing? Yeah, no, I was still painting and drawing um, all sorts of abstract and mixed media collage yeah. work that I was that I look back at like we were talking about earlier, and yeah. I was like, yes, yeah, love it. But you but just I just weren't... wasn't putting it out into the world. Okay, I really. see. Yeah, because that's what I was much. trying to figure out. Like, what was the? So you were you you had all this front facing um like cute things and then you were privately like doing this stuff that you were like yes this is awesome yeah, I'm excited about this and then the the switch was just going like I got what I'm gonna do yeah this is what I'm gonna do other people do it why can't I yeah. why not me if they can do it I can do it so there you go then that was three years ago when did you get involved with swell so or maybe tell the tell tell, and the tell me again because I don't remember so swell artist collective um, we are a group here in Boise, Idaho of 30 plus um, artists. So cool. It's so cool. And I applied to be a member two plus years ago. And when I got accepted, I 
no joke. I yeah. bawled. Uh, I cried. I'm not surprised so hard. or judging or anything. <laughs> of, co- uh, of course you did. Um, and actually distinctively. So we had our first meeting, our first artist meeting for new members yeah. back November of, I want to say 17, yeah. maybe something like that. Um, 17 or 18. I can't remember. Oh, my dog's barking to come inside. I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, you can pause. We'll, we'll just, just pause. Okay. Pausing. Okay. Well, have you heard of that book? I haven't, but, but in therapy, we talk a lot about the should word. Well, I thought you might know about it because there's there's this great book. It's by a visual artist, The Crossroads of Should and Must. Um, she like left her like tech job, and then she has this whole book that's like it's hand drawn. It looks the it looks really similar. It's like it's like hand watercolored, um, mm. and it's just like Love. anyway. I've I've purchased it and given it to like. <gasps> That's a good 10 female friends. Like I try to just like always have a copy. And if I'm like talking with a friend, it's like, you know, I'm like, here, take this book. Take this book. Trust me. I (laughs) would love to read that. It's it's not really so much a read. Like it's beautiful. Like the pages are thick. It's not like long. It's like an experience. Ooh, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain you would like it, especially as a visual artist. It's like illustrated and. And what's it called again? The crossroads of should and must. I'm going to 100% buy that. Yeah. I I know you'd like it, and it it, it has it a very like similar that. aesthetic. Yeah, I wasn't actually reading; I was just like looking the at colors the colors. The, it does like, look watercolory. Yeah, well, and how like the font's not um like perfect. Even. It's, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like handwritten yeah. look. Anyway, it's pretty. Oh, um, we're in my living room, and there's yeah. you know pretty things. Bia needed to come inside. Yeah, Bia she had, had to she, go potty. She used. She's so funny. She used the dog door to go out. But to come she in, she's like, bark, come in. let me in. That is so cute. What kind of dog is she? She's Corgi Lab. She's got, so she's short, got the short legs. Lab face, short little legs. I can't believe it because my, my bear is a greyhound. And so he's like, oh. he's, his legs are so, he's all legs. And his <gasps> head is so skinny. He has such a pinhead. And so anytime I see a dog that's like a different shape, I'm just like, how do you even stand up? Like, I know. Because I'm so accustomed to my like ballet dancer of a dog that lives <laughs> with me yeah like. <laughs> he he is like he'll stretch and i'm like oh you're oh, so beautiful beautiful ballerina <laughs> and then there's bia she's she's girthy she's, she's great. so cute I, she's like, so sweet her her short legs are like truly unbelievable to me like it's, they're seriously her like, entire leg is the length of like my dog's foot it's it's pretty really like it, she's yeah. very cute and if she's um they would look funny next to they, each other she could probably walk under your dog i'm sure there. she could yes. When, when she's like, has her head outside the, like over driving, head outside the window and then people see her get out of the car yeah. and they're like, whoa, wasn't she's, expecting Yeah, because she looks like from her head, you'd think she was like a, a yeah. had longer legs. For sure. So cute. <laughs> she's so cute. Um, we Good were talking people. about uh, your, like starting to develop like your, like switching. You, yes. you got into swell. Got into um, swell. Oh yeah. That's where we were at. Yeah. We are talking about swell. So... When the first artist meeting we had was at the Visual Artist Collective, um, just outside of Boise and Garden City here. And the first artist meeting, they're introducing their, you know, everybody telling us what it's about. And then driving home, I, again, yeah, stopped, totally lost it, lost yeah. it. And I come in the front door right here. And my wife is like, are you okay? What's wrong? Yeah, What's okay, and I'm, I'm like, so happy. And literally through <laughs> sobbing, like... I'm just so happy. I'm an artist. <laughs> like I, perc- I like said the yeah. words and wow. she was like, Oh, like, of course, you know, yeah. and hugged me and it was so sweet. But 
there you go. It's almost like I needed that outside validation because my mom and my wife were always saying wonderful things about my work and, but they have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to, but well, it's hard to believe it's really tough. Someone that's not in the, and neither of them are, um, yeah. Yeah. Artists in that sense. My wife's a cook, but she doesn't consider herself creative. Although I think Cooking she is, is but super creative. I think it's creative. I eat so good because she yeah. eats she, or she cooks <laughs> all the awesome. fun. And I'm a vegetarian and she makes so many fun vegetarian dishes. I that love that. I can eat good all the time. <sighs> I think a household full of creativity is just like, there's nowhere, there's nowhere else I'd rather be yes. than, than a home where creative things are happening. Um, Agreed. will you just, and now I'm seeing salt, fat, acid, heat. Such a good one. That's that's the wife's. I'm like looking around your house Please and just do. being like, oh, you're going to get a full on tour things, after. We have similar interests here. That piece on the mantle actually is a swell artist made that. Oh, cool. It's it's a Boise Capitol, right? Yep. That's the Capitol. Yeah. I want to get the name right. We can send a, me a picture so I can put it on the... Toby Davis. Toby Davis. It's beautiful. Um, I've, okay, so I want to start getting into some of like the more abstract stuff. But first, can you? I'd love for you to just like talk about what you make, like your art. I love it. Yes. Tell 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 us what you'd like for people to like know about what yes. you make. Describe it. So maybe. most of my work is abstract, as you can probably sense from our conversation yeah. this far. Um, but then I'll also explore with collage pieces that I'll incorporate in or. Um, different mixed media. So like one piece will end up having charcoal, oil pastels, graphite, acrylic wow. paint. My dog just barked. Yeah, she, <laughs> her little voice is so cute. <laughs> and so that's why I often label it mixed media because it's not just acrylic paint. Right. And so for me, often I start with, I'm, I love color. Yeah. And so I often pick the colors. And then okay. once I do that, then you know, I'm a big pop culture fan. And so, and also politics and the world and just the state yeah. of the world. And I'm always thinking about that. So anytime I'm making something, there's a theme, there's, there's an idea I'm exploring. And so every mark I make is just like kind of an expression of that, where I'm feeling, yeah. where I'm at with that. And, and also with the Swell Artist Collective, um, we put on like five shows a year, give or take. Cool. And so what I love about that is there's always a theme. Cool. Um, and so it actually kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Because, um, like, what was one? Creating on, on a theme is... Recently. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it forces you to kind of funnel yourself toward a specific goal, yes. which is mega creative. Yes. And it just, it, it helps me think of different topics or different, you know, and using different substrates. Like yeah. we use, um, we do this skate art, um, art deco show using skate decks. Cool. I would never paint on that if it yeah. wasn't for swell. And I love it. Yeah. Or, you know, we do this show at the old penitentiary here in Boise. It's cool. like this old prison that's yeah. no longer a prison, but they put on shows there and you can cool. walk and go on a tour and it's kind of eerie, but really cool. And this last yeah. year's theme was, um, uh, sports and recreation. So all of the pieces we did were based on prisoners that, and focused on like 
who they were outside of that. Cool. Like, so mine was a boxer. Cool. So, and I would never do that on my own. Yeah. So I really appreciate Swell for that. Also, of course, meeting other artists. Yeah. And feeling being, like you have a, yeah, a, feeling like a little I family. Yeah. Belong, have a community. And even that, I still, you know, I, I don't talk to a lot of people. <laughs> like yeah. I, I do the work or I make the work and I, and I go to the shows, but I'm still like, I get scared to talk to yeah. people. Not scared. Scared is the wrong word. Like, I don't know. I, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to, especially if your piece is in the show. I yeah. find that like versus going to an art show where your piece isn't in it and then going to an art show where your piece is in it. Yeah. I'm so much more nervous for the one, and I'm sure that I'm not alone on this. Yeah. For when my piece is hanging. Cause I'm nervous. Someone's going to ask me questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't just say. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Versus just going and hanging out. But yeah. I haven't found that. I think I'm just making this all up in my head. Yeah. Well, you know, like one does, you know, your head is where the art also comes from. So, True. It, you know, it's not like it's something we disregard. Yes. But yeah. So I'm, I, uh, I've been very fortunate to have the space to create in our home here and also be a part of this group yeah. and, and not be afraid to try different things and not to pigeonhole myself. Like yeah. a lot of the times, like when you apply for, you know, different, sh- different shows or different things. They want to see a theme in your work. Like, yeah. So they kind of have an idea right. who you are as an artist and my work is kind of all over the place, Yeah. but I don't mind that. I used yeah. to think, Oh, it all has to, you, you have to, to have some same. cohesion or but something. What made me feel really good was, um, we had a show at this uh, local business last year. Um, this local business called alter egos and they have really cool soaps and different things cool. made locally. Um, and, and other things really cool. Um, like anyway, uh, <laughs> and things, things, Tra- treasures, little treasures, treasures, <laughs> treasures is treasures? how we say it in we Idaho. Say, yeah. Right. Tra- treasure. And Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. It's I a know really in cool Utah. Store. Treasure. Treasures. Yeah. So, uh, I had some, uh, coworkers and friends come to the show and, they uh, they were like, oh, where's your piece? I was like, oh, it's back there. And she's like, oh, I'll find it. Don't worry. And she goes, oh. And she pointed it out from across the room. Like, oh, that's yours. I was like, yeah. oh, yay. I have a voice. Like, or I have a style. I would love for you to articulate what that feeling is. <gasps> it was magnanimous. Yeah. Having someone be like, oh, that's yours. I was like, ah, that's so great. Also, there's not a lot of abstract artists as well. Yeah. There's a few of us. Mm-hmm. So that. But yeah. still, like, she, she could point it out. And that felt really, really yeah. good. Let's talk now about like, okay, I like to save the abstract identity stuff for the end. And I think it's time. Um, Already this has gone by so I fast. Know, I, I've had so much fun. It's 1130. <gasps> we done did it. We <laughs> I know did it. it happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I never know how to begin these questions because they're so personal for people. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, the podcast is called Artifice because I, I believe that there's always some way in which like yourself and your art, um, there's some relationship there. Like it's, it's not to say it's artificial. Um, but maybe I'm like just thinking out loud, maybe in the, in the, this kind of vein of like this misunderstood thing that we were talking about that we both like feel, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is there like a story about that? That's kind of, always lives in like the stuff you're making and if not that like maybe something I'll try again um, uh, okay okay <laughs> so I think I for, for yeah. me I think like I'm always trying to 
don't know that my goal is always to like be understood in my art, but there's definitely, I want the art to be understood. I want people to be curious about it. I want like, um, and for me, like there, there's always a bit of distance between the art and myself. Like, and it's, it's not always on purpose. Sometimes it's because like I'm making something that I'm not like, it's, I'm processing it you know? Yes. So I, I don't know what the story is, but I'd love for you to talk about like whatever that relationship might be between who, who you are and the art you make, the stuff in between it that like we wouldn't know unless you tell us. Right, right. Is that, that yeah, it took me I a like second that. to get that, there. That was good. Okay. <laughs> so when I'm making work, especially for these shows, and I know it's going to be on a wall yeah. somewhere. I really try to forget about that yeah. so I can really make the work that I want to make. And there are so many hidden meanings in my work that almost like I'm scared to tell people mm. about. Not scared. I keep yeah. saying that word scared. No, like, but just a feeling. Like I get feeling, it. Yeah. Like this is so personal and yeah. so deeply mine that okay. it's in there and it's hidden, yeah. whatever it might be, that... I, it's actually really fun though when it's hanging on the wall and people I love I generally lo don't like to tell people unless we really get in a conversation yeah. what it's what it means All for the me Easter eggs that are in yeah, there exactly yeah. I might tell them abroad overall like what it is for yeah. me but I really like to hear what they think mm -hmm. and what they see and often it's completely different Isn't that amazing? than what I planned or what was my intention and I love that I have that exact same experience with like my my songs my compositions, um, I'll write like a collection of words, you know, like, like a little phrase. Right. And yeah. it, and it, it has such a specific thing for me, which I'm, I'm thinking is like similar to like one of your strokes. For sure. It's like this little phrase, it's like five words together. And like, I've been so specific about it, but it's in a sentence and it's in a paragraph and you maybe wouldn't even, but then like, you know, I kind of, I kind of would like someone to notice it. Right. You want someone or ask to ask like, about it or does be this like, what's this? this? You yes. understand me. You get or me. I, I almost like, I like just as much when someone's interested in it, but then their thing is like, I think I know what this means. And it's like totally different yes. from what I thought. That's there's so cool. Like, maybe nothing better than that. I agree. And yeah. so back to being understood. Well, A, it's so vulnerable putting your work out there. And we didn't even touch on the imposter syndrome feeling. We can. But whew, that's real. I, it's getting, I'm getting there where yeah. I'm starting to believe I belong. But yeah. it just goes with the fear of, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm yeah. not, I don't belong here. Like these yeah. people are like, well, they're so what, better, but that's not the case. Yeah. And so when someone does say, oh, that's totally your piece, like from across the room, or yeah. when someone points out lyrics and says, oh, that that means this to me. And then it just lights yeah. you up and it makes you want to do more. That's how yeah. I feel when people make any comment about my work. I feel like yeah. that to me is proving that I do belong and that I did, I, I, I created a reaction. I caused someone to react yeah. and to have a feeling or response, whether they like it or not. I don't, that doesn't matter yeah. it's as much now to me. It's more, did it make them feel something? Yeah. Did they think something? And then, and when they point out something too, I didn't even notice that I did that. Like you do stuff like without even like subconsciously yeah. and it shows up in your work. Like yeah. I, I made a piece once and it had wings in it. So sometimes I have a little representational stuff in there Sure. and it had wings in it and I didn't even realize it, but the shape of the inside of the wings in between was like 
the sh- like an hourglass, like the shape of a, a like figure a f- of like yeah. a, of like a female, a, a lady a, body, a woman yeah. perhaps. Didn't even notice I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Just things like that. Yeah. I, 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 I get nervous to talk about my work, but every time I walk away feeling yeah, something, feeling inspired, feeling like, you know, motivated to make more. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I think this is like, this is exactly like, you know, when I talk about these artifice things, like I swear, I, you know, in the 50 interviews that I've done, I have not gotten better at answer, asking this question because everybody's answers are so different that then I think like, well, maybe like if I ask it this way, but like really like I just, I, I'm so curious about like how people relate to their art. Sometimes I think oh. like you take yourself and you put yourself in the art. Sometimes I think you make the art and then it, and then it changes you. Sometimes I think like you take a very certain part of yourself and that's all that goes into your art. And like the rest of you in your life, you know? Yeah. So I never know what to ask because everyone's answers are so yeah. different. And and I don't want the question to like project. And also, I don't even know if I answered your question. I didn't. <laughs> I, I barely know. asked one, which <laughs> if I'm being honest, is somewhat on purpose. I think I am a little bit extra doing a bad job asking it right at this moment. But sometimes it's like, I want to kind of just talk about it and then see what and people say. See, well, I feel like <laughs> you asked the question and you, and you brought up a few points and it's like, oh, I want to talk about this. That's perfect. That's yeah. what I do on purpose because I yeah. don't want to like lead lead the answer too much. But as you're talking and you're, you know, you're saying, you know, someone else will notice this thing that I didn't even know I put in there. Like, do you think you did put it in there? I don't probably. Okay, for example... One of my pieces I did recently, again, for that Alter Ego show, and it was Samhain. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. It's basically um, the transition between fall to winter. So that was the theme. What a beautiful theme. It was so cool. And all the work was really cool. So some of the work is a little more like grotesque and dark and like, you know, Halloween-y. Sure. Without, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, And then mine was more just on... Uh, at least from a visual standpoint, it was the colors of like transitioning from fall to winter. Yeah. And I did not even mean to do this, but, and I'll show you the piece in a little bit. <laughs> I made like a, like a sunburst from yeah. the bottom going up and the colors and it just happened to look like that. But I, those marks were made not in, not in that not, order, but, I, and, but it was yeah. in my mind. So back to sure. your question, maybe I did, but I wasn't even realizing I yeah. was doing it. That's what's cool about abstract work is you can just, you can just go, you can just go. And then sometimes, like you said too, it does after it's done in some cases, it does, it tells me what it is. I feel so that that happens a lot actually. Yeah. I might have an idea and I have the colors and I have the shapes and I'm, and I'm thinking things while I'm making it. I'm thinking about ideas or hopes or desires and, and then something comes back at me like, Whoa, you say something completely different. I fully have that same experience when I, when I write songs, I almost never, I mean, maybe very rarely, I almost never have like a concept in mind. It's, it's like you said, it's like these kind of, it's like a feeling. It's It's like feeling, yes. Kind of a type of, of of a, a mood or like, I am pretty visual. So like, I'll think about like, what, what colors do I want this to feel like? Like if it was in a, if it was in a TV show, like what colors, what kind of, See, you that's know. being, hearing you, I want to interview you now and just talk about your music because it's so, 
I think I'm uh, abstract, but music isn't abstract. You know, it's just like, well, I think my, there are notes my those, brain but- is abstract. Like the way that I think about it is abstract. And then like later it's like, but it ends up being sentences. But I, right, got, it's like, formed, I will take like a little phrase formed. that like doesn't really mean anything. And that's where I, st- I, I will start sentences. I'll start lyrics in the middle of a sentence and then like that's so cool. build around it. So it makes sense, but it's all like, which I think is probably... And then once I look at the whole sentence, I'm like, well, that's a, that's a thing, you know, right. that's a different thing, but really like, but I'm interested this is in what, like this these one chunk, this three part. words. Yeah. That's why I love, um, like reading lyrics, you know, when you get a record and you're reading the lyrics yeah. and you've heard the song a million times and then you read the lyrics and you, you know, where they break up the, the line. Even, yeah. yeah. You stanza. wouldn't have thought, oh, stanza. Yeah. You wouldn't have thought that that is one thought. Right. It's, but it, but the, oh, it's so fascinating it is to me. Interesting. I also could geek out on that, but not all lyrics are like that because some people, the, like the real creativity literal. is like in the melodies or in the, you know, I mean, it's, it's, but I think art is the same way. And this is why I like to talk about it because the way that like, the way that you conceptualize your art is not going to be something that anybody could guess which is why like, I want to hear you talk about it. So um, I have maybe another question for someone who specifically does abstract. Do you feel like it reflects you? Like, do you feel like you are abstract? I love that question. (laughs) And 100% yes. Tell me everything. Well, I, you know, if you were to just plug into my brain and check out what's going on in there, I do feel like I have a lot going on, a lot of thoughts, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot yeah. of hope. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a lot of empathy. Like I, I have to really dose myself on the news and on different stories because I, I will, I'll cry at commercials. Like yeah. I, I am so emotionally, like yeah. I, I feel it so deeply. Yeah. So yeah. So when I make work, I, uh, it, it is me like, yeah. and sometimes too, you can kind of tell where I'm at in like my level of peace Yeah, <laughs> because some of my pieces are very simple. Yeah. Some very few, most have a, like 20 layers. Like, and then yeah. like I take pictures as I go of my pieces, yeah. like, and a lot of the time they never end up like yeah. you wouldn't even know that that's where it started totally. because I do layers and layers and layers. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wish I could like undo and go back yeah. three layers. I yeah. like it better there, but that's okay. Yeah. And so a lot of them are chaotic underneath, but yeah. then I clean them up and they're polished, you know? Mm. And so that's it, kind it, of that how me. You, you feel. Yeah. Interesting. Like I'm really yeah. trying to just, you know, be present in my life, yeah. be calm, not worry so much yeah. or stress. Yeah. Okay. So I put here's that out a, there. Here's a, like a totally, let me finish the question before you answer it. Okay. So I think, I think this last thing you said of like, I'm cleaning it up on the top. That could be something that people could project like, well, that's not real. It's not authentic. I'm not one of those people. Uh, Do you know what I mean though? Yeah. Like, so can you tell me the story of like, how that cleaning up layer is authentic. Yes. Great. Yeah. I want everything in my mind to be resolved. You know, I've got 87 tabs open yeah. in my brain and I need to think about each of them, process each of them and then close them. 
Yeah. Like if you have your Google Chrome open, I've got a gazillion sure. tabs open and I, I, I can't just ignore them. Like I, yeah. I don't just like to brush things under the rug. Yeah. I need to really think about them and yeah. process it and then move on. That's a really beautiful so that's idea. Like what's on my work. All my that work chaos that like you are dealing with that's in your work. Um, it's there. You're not hiding it. It's not, right. um, but it's just like the, the cleaning up layer is like a, like a resolution or, or even like for that day. Or, exactly. That's yeah. me feeling good about that topic yeah. or these thoughts, these feelings. <sighs> and I can yeah. look at it and go, oh, okay, I worked through that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and this is, this is me feeling and That's when the piece is done. And then I'm resolved with, with that as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you always need to question. make a thing in order to feel that thing? Ooh, I wonder. No, well, I mean, my guess is you're resolving stuff on days that right. you're not making not something. Creating. It definitely helps yeah. to make, yeah. to resolve. I but know, I, I don't think always. Too. No. I, I, I was just talking about this with another artist also. I, well, I guess her episode just came out, I think. I get, I, I'm always you like. you film them or you record I, them. I record them and then my process is two weeks before something's going to come out, I re-listen and like load the files into a template uh, one gotcha. week before something's going to come out. I do my like full edit. Is she getting a treat or a toy. She's my she's dog get, is diving into her. She's toy baskets. Her she's so cute. Her little tail. <laughs> um, yeah. Like one week before I like do the editing. So like, this is always like on any given week, I'm like doing an interview, like conducting a new interview, listen, re-listening to the one that's coming out in two weeks, editing the one that's coming out in one week. And then releasing one. Oh, wow. Constant. So it gets a little like, I forget, like, was I actually just having this conversation or did I just re-listen to it? Oh, anyway. Yeah, I see. I was just, it's great though. It, it keeps my brain like always like. Always moving. I have like all these art conversations just like in a constant. How fun is that? It's the best. It's the best. And all sorts of art, like creatives. Well, I love it because like, just as we're talking, like, I feel like your process is really similar to my process, but we have That's totally different neat. mediums. Yeah. Which is. It makes me feel, it makes me feel like lit up a little bit. Oh, um, me too. But what was I going to say? Oh, um, nope. Can't remember. You're talking about, you know, you're editing and then you're listening and then you've got, I was going to say something about a specific conversation that I was just, I was just talking about with someone else, but I can't remember. Oh, dang it. It's fine. It'll come to you tonight when you're brushing your teeth as it, all things do. It will come like the second that I'm like getting in my car. <laughs> um, but you know, I think, I think my point is just that like, as when we're, when we're, I know what it was. Oh, I when knew it. we're, when we're making things like sometimes we're, we have to like, we have to like go into some chaos in order to like, you, you got to like look back at that feeling. Okay, here's the thing. As you're having a day, you're having a chaotic day because we're human and the world is chaotic and news is chaotic and advertising is chaotic and our feelings are chaotic. You maybe have a regular practice of buttoning that up, like yes. in your body. Like you just kind of like, good night, goodbye. And then, uh, so that's maybe something that's happening regardless of whether you're creating. Then when you're creating, you have to like pay such attention to each of those chaotic layers, um, which can be exhausting. Yes. Um, but then I don't know. I think like that, I, I think I just, I'm liking this idea that this chaos like exists and then you go like, goodbye. 
Yes. It, um, it helps yeah. resolve it. That's, I love that because it's a good connection between like the work and yourself and absolutely. And there's a piece that I'm a drawing I'm been working on for ages and I kind of don't want to finish it because mm. the, the theme, the, the topic is so relevant every single day yeah. and it's titled protect your peace and yeah. the world, everything that happens all the time, we have to check in with ourselves and really protect your own personal peace. Yeah. And so it's the, um, the peace can't end because because that's constant. That's I'll just have to start a new one because I think it's about done and yeah. I need to start a new one. That that's sounds like a thing. series to me. Yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> you. you. Know, Good idea. Like, this is all of this unresolved. Yeah. Uh, they're they, so they might, right that they, that's... they these ones are more these ones are one layer. You know, yeah. they're drawings. It's just graphite on white paper. <sighs> I love that idea. I and I love hearing how you are connecting like your experience with the, with the creation. Is there anything else you want to say about like what it means to you to like be an artist? Well, I really believe that being our true selves is one of the most important things we can do. If you, you know, some people, they want to be remembered as X, Y, Z. I just want to be myself. And I, and if people remember that great, if they don't, I, it's fine. I just want to live my life as me and me. I am an artist. Like that has been in my essence for for my entire life. Essence is a prettier word than guts. (laughs) Thank you. Guts. Guts. (laughs) It's been in your guts. Essence. Essence. Sorry. Nope. Good. Totally interrupted you. It's been in your essence. (laughs) You were saying such a beautiful thing. And then Uh, I said guts. (laughs) That was good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Guts? Is that the guts. word you were searching for? Guts. No okay. guts, no glory, baby. I'm sorry. Also, you can please finish. Okay, let's 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 focus. Focus it's up. Here we go. It's been in my essence. It's been in my essence, and I just—that's what it means to me. I get to be me. Yeah. Every day. How cool is that? You get to be yourself. Why not be yourself? Well, that's fantastic. I don't want to be anyone but myself. And being an artist, I'm able to really lean into me. And also leaning into my introvertedness and all my friends are so understanding when I say no to all the things, (laughs) not all the things, but a lot of the things. And they're like, oh, she's probably in her studio. And they're very okay with that because I'm being, I'm not doing what others are expecting of me. I'm being me. And that's what being an artist is for me. Was that the question? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to know like what it, what that means to you. Like what this idea of like, I mean... It's a very loaded word. It is. And for you, it's like just... Just being myself. Being yourself. Yeah. Do you think that every self has like um, contributions to make? Like, oh, yeah. I, we're so multifaceted yeah. as humans. I think so, too. It's a very like a... It's a very optimistic perspective. Um, But I also think that like every every person has like you know that this word art it carries with it like it's music it's performing arts it's visual arts it's fine arts I feel like I feel like I just want it to be creativity and even just like thinking artfully even if you're not creating anything but you're just like thinking artfully living a creative life talking artfully with people um artfully I like that 
And I tend to believe that like everybody has like great potential in these ways. Um, And I like talking to professional artists because like, what, what did you say? You said it in a really nice way. Like my, my job (laughs) guts, my life, like you, you said something like my life, like, like lets me like be my, like really lean in. That's what you said. Lean in. My life lets me really lean in. Um, and I think like, as I'm talking to professional, like, you know, professional artists whose lives make it easier. I mean, easy is a word, but make it easier for us to lean in to that stuff. I hope that I'll find like some little nuggets of things that like will make it people who aren't artist artists feel like they can lean in Yes, to yes. that, like whatever that is. Like, I don't, I don't care what word we use, but yeah, like, we don't even have to label it. Just, just some version of like who, who be, be the person that like only you can be. And like, yes. what does that do and for the world? That. Yeah. Like, I'm really big into hobbies. And so I want people to have hobbies, right? And so for me, you could, you know, Haley, puzzling, my wife, you know, that's her hobby, puzzling. Yeah. And, and she also does woodworking. And and I feel like if you're not, you don't want to call yourself an artist, or you don't feel like you're creative, find something that gets you in that flow state that like you're so present, like, you know, alarm goes off and you're just like, what happened? Like, yeah, you're so in that zone. That is the most beautiful spot to be in. And for me, it's yeah. art. And for you, it's yeah. music. That That's like and what art is. Yeah, like, that's wh- that's what it is. It's yeah. just anything you're doing creatively that. Or like the opposite of a flow state where it's like the most chaos. Oh, which is also fun. Yeah. But you're still fully present. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that way? Yeah. But I, I think I'm just I think I'm just saying like you know, with all of the many artists that I've talked to, like we all have different stories about like what it feels like. I mean, I think I feel more like you. Um, but you know, I know some artists too, like the way that they explain it is totally different. Like what, can you give me an example? Like their process is just very mm, linear or uh, yeah, I, I think know. sometimes really linear. I think sometimes like sort like very methodical. Oh, um, yeah, but, no, I, mine's not methodical but I think like, I think my point is like, I'm just, you know, thinking and talking with you is like, you know, the, the, the point is maybe to figure out like, what, what is the thing that, what is the thing that you do? It doesn't have to be a thing you make. It doesn't have to be a thing that like anyone else sees, but like, I just think there's like inherent value in like trans translating yourself to like some kind of a practice. Yes. Even if it's just, it lives in your brain only. And just, just expressing that and getting it out there. Even if this, just to do it, the sake, just the, this creating for the sake of creating. Yeah. Which I resisted for so long. I only created because like I had mentioned earlier, because I was, people will like this Yeah. versus creating. Cause it's in you and you got to get it out there and it's, Oh, and it's delicious and it feels good. Yeah. And why not carve out time and space and put the energy in doing things that make you feel good? Why not? Why not? There's no reason why not. Like it feels good. <laughs> like, like don't let the fear of failure or not being quote unquote good enough or whatever. Like just do it. Yeah. Go for it. Whatever that is, whether it's anything, starting up anything, a hobby or yeah. picking up a paintbrush, whatever. Or like just learning about a new idea. You know, yeah. like just that like, kind I of learn momentum. The 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 map. 
the globe. Yeah. <laughs> where are things? Dude, like, geography, where are things? Where are, like, things like that. The other like, day I was looking yeah. at a map that wasn't, like, the typical laid out map, and I was like, yeah, this one's Alaska cool. is right by Russia, and, like, I did not know that. Like, just, just like, the world. Yeah, I, like, I was like, who knew? There's then, people everywhere. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> there, there aren't people everywhere. Not everywhere? There are. There, Antarctica? <gasps> oh, you're so smart. <laughs> um, there are people there. They're scientists. Totally. They're not yes. like, uh, they're not indigenous to Antarctica. Right. But, uh, but they're there. Um, Emily, will you yes. tell me on this day, your dream collaboration? Oh, my final question i have a list of a million no a tell lot me of the people. one that like sits just one on you most today oh just one that's so hard okay oh dream it's collaboration podcast. okay i i'm gonna list two people okay. it's hard to narrow it to I two i mean they can be in a collaboration with you like okay. you can all be together if you want or like, it can be two separate projects we're gonna all work together and it's gonna be amazing and this it's gonna be um Janelle Monet and Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, many people might not know this, is an amazing artist. Really? She creates these beautiful paintings. She does, um, like, uh, she also does sculptures amazing. and she takes photographs and she made this really cool collage flag. Like, and all of her work has deep meaning. You can just tell that she's yeah. like, oh, and it's just, it's stunning. And I had no idea. I don't even know how I could, probably Instagram yeah. founder. That's awesome. And Her Janelle Monet. And Janelle Monet. I mean, all of the things, whatever she wants to do, I'll just, let's just collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> she's just amazing. That sounds great. She's, she's on my list too. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So she's on, yeah, she's great. And, yeah. but Lucy Liu, she, her work is very inspiring to me and check out her work. Uh, yeah, I will. That would be fun. Those two. Oof. Okay, and then last, tell everybody where to find your work. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so my website, emilyhannigan.com, H-A-N-I-G-A-N. So not there There are two ends, but they're not touching. There you go. Yes. Dot and, com. Dot com. And then also Instagram, at emilyhannigan.art. And that's it. I keep it simple. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Facebook. Instagram Just is the two. right one for a visual artist. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not very good at posting. I need, I have a couple of friends who are like, they get really excited when I post yeah. and do stories and I just, I struggle with the social media it's thing. It's okay. It's hard. But anyway, I do, I am active on there. So. Okay. Emilyhannigan.com at emilyhannigan.art. Emily, thank you so much for Emily. being, talking with me, being an instant friend. I had so much fun. Thank me you too. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Artifice. Our music is by Jerem Hansen and artwork by Sarah Keel. If you'd like to recommend a professional artist for an interview on the podcast, please send me a note through my website, emvocals.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again. Have a great week.